0: This is a shop podcast. Shock. Hello, everyone. Jonathan here. Hi, everyone. This is Jed. Welcome to episode nine. Uh, from Grit to Great podcast Jed, hello hey, hello, hello <laughs> Discovery time I'm yes. so glad that we now have This other segment in our podcast Which is a staple So we don't need to think about What we're going <laughs> to talk about In the first part So let's start with my discovery One of my favorite TV series on Netflix Is an
1: animated series called Death, Love, and Robots Have you seen any episode? Oh gosh is- I- I'm the most boring person When it comes to Netflix these days <laughs> I don't watch So this is like a series series of animated 10-minute short films, and it's called Death, Love,
0: and Robots because in each episode, it either will feature a robot, it will feature death, or it will feature love. So it's very philosophical. It's a very intellectual series. You may say that there's entertainment value, but I think I love it more because it makes you think about what is life? What's the point of being alive? What's the difference between being human versus being a robot? It's now in season three, and it was just released a week ago as we're recording this and I can't wait because I've seen a few episodes now. So how about you? What's your discovery? Okay, for the week? so
1: my discovery of this week is since I'm an architect, Japan's tallest wooden high-rise building has been completed. It wait, 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 Yokohama. sorry. When you say it's wooden, it's 100% wood? I, I don't think it's 100% wood, but the main structure has a wooden framework. So the columns are made out of wood, the beams are made out of wood, but I am sure there must be some concrete in there and some metal in and some there steel. to yeah. make sure that it's still as sturdy. And, you know, given that Japan is very earthquake prone, I'm sure there are also other materials that they put in there to make sure that it will be as robust so as I it think, could. So I think this is Japan saying, hey, this is how
0: cool and how genius we are. Even yeah. if wood is challenging to use for a
1: tall building, we can do it. I think it's more so because it is very embedded in their architectural history that wood is the primary building material. Agree. And it's not just historical, but it's also cultural in a sense. So Wait, there's so pride like, in it. Yeah, I'm curious. If it's made out of wood, is it still safe? Like, what if it, you know, fire suddenly happens there, and it? there, there's technology to make wood fire retardant. You can make the wood treated such a way that it would be one hour fire resistant, two hour fire resistant. Oh. So there are technologies for it. So you shouldn't be thinking about worrying about that too much. I mean, it all boils down to money, to dollars, or termites, it, or maybe. Thing. It's same thing okay. it's the same thing it's you can always treat wood to make sure that it would not be infested with insects that it would be fire retardant all these things are already thought of for many years and years ago Yeah. so it is still a very um, robust material and it is always safe to use and of course there is a it reduces carbon footprint obviously that's true but yeah this is the tallest wooden building in japan right now but how tall is it it's about 44 meters if i am not wrong. How tall is that it's, relative to other tall buildings? Like, how is Empire State building tall? I, I don't know so much about okay. how high those buildings I'm gonna are. I'm going to Google that later but on. Like 44 meters is basically 11 stories, 11 floors. Ah, so it's not that tall. It's, it's not that tall. No, it's no. It's not that no, no. tall. I will always be royally admiring
0: from afar. Well, let's get to business now. Yes. So, in this podcast, we'll talk about one of the arguably most talked about topics from our gladiators in suits, and that is For someone who's aspiring to progress in your career, we want to talk about promotion.
1: Promotions.
0: Promotion. The number one thing that we all need and want so we can progress the ladder. It means more salaries.
1: It means higher uh, position, higher roles, higher responsibilities.
0: Yep. So we're going to be featuring the unspoken rules because unfortunately, when you get into a company, there is no handbook that's given to you. Here are the things that you need to do in order for you to get promoted. Obviously, there are some criteria for evaluation, but most of these are involving politics, involving your charm. And unfortunately for many people, it involves your likability and visibility in the organization. So what I'll be doing, Jed, is I'll be raising some questions that I have copied from some of our listeners. And we'll be answering them one by one because these are the questions that involve the unspoken rules. Are you ready? Let's do it. So here's the first question. Question is, Jonathan and Jed, I know that it's your boss who promotes you. And that is correct because he's the one, she's the one who initiates if ever there is such a thing as a promotion form. But the question of this person is, are there other people involved in the promotion process? So let me first answer this, Jed, and try to chip in. The answer is, it depends on the organization. So if your organization is very big, like a multinational company, like let's say, for example, Nestle, Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble, they usually have what they call as promotion boards. These are a group of people who are assigned every year to make a vote, to nominate, and to also approve if someone is worth promoting. Obviously, they will come from senior management, they will come from HR, they can be appointed people as well. Now, if your organization, on the other hand, happens to be small, like a startup, like a family-owned business, like for example, I don't have a promotion board. What I do have is myself. And what I do have is sometimes I do have a right hand who I bounce off some ideas if do you think she's ready to get promoted? And that's it. So if an organization is small, likely the person who gets to decide is the owner themselves. So how about you, Jed? What's your take on this? Have you, in your past organizations, have
1: you experienced or have you heard from the grapevine that there is such a thing as a promotion board? Well, it really depends. So in my case, in my previous company, my boss endorses me to the entire pool of the higher directors See, and there's a promotion board that's, that's technically a promotion board But no, 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 no it, The promotion is not such that you will vote Oh, okay They will not vote It would just be him Trying to endorse it to his boss So
0: like he's and consulting He's asking if you think this person is worth promoting yes, and then the last day yes. still remain okay
1: but nobody no, votes see you see? Yeah. but everyone gets to hear who is actually being endorsed uh, so I guess in every different in every company rules change you know there's yeah. no end all and deal for all and this things. is where
0: this is where I think
1: what's important to take note
0: is regardless of how those rules change and vary from organization it's important to take note that when you aspire for promotion don't only look at your boss as your sole audience yes yes You have to make sure that your visibility is felt and experienced by other stakeholders, especially the other senior leaders. So those small elevator talk where another vice president asks you like, so how is your project doing? Don't just see it as an ordinary conversation. That might be a make or break conversation that can make that vice president say, ah, Jonathan, yeah, I remember him. He was that guy that I saw in the elevator. And you know, he's really quiet. He didn't know his market share about product X, Y, and Z. And then he just kept shut about it. So be careful because those things can determine your promotion. But it's also
1: very important to know that when you do your visibility techniques to anybody from the office, you make sure that you also do the walk because every office has got this person really and a lot of people get annoyed at this person. So please don't be that person. If you do the talk to get yourself be visible, make sure that you double that up with your accomplishments, with the merits that you have in the office and be the walker that you should be.
0: So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, whoever it is, that person that Jed is referring to, He is going to get you. He's going to make sure that he will find you. get it back. (laughs) And I'm just kidding. Anyway. All right, let's go to next one. So let's talk about this question. Jed, can you read this one for us?
1: The second question is, how does the company decide who
0: gets promoted? For me, a stable, proper organization has an evaluation criteria that standardizes that there is a way of measuring someone's progress from level one to level two to level four. Organizations that do not have this and do not practice this, for me, it's a red flag because that means two things. Either A, promotion does not happen. Or number two, promotion happens, but it is arbitrary. It is random. It is under the personal and subjective whims of the owner or whoever it is who is promoting you. So when I say evaluation criteria, again, I'll give an example. So I've worked for big multinational companies. I've worked for companies like KlaxoSmithKline, for AirAsia. In the Philippines, I've worked for Globe Telecom, the leading telecommunications company and consistently what I have seen across these organizations is that you are given a set of expectations and you are being ranked based on your competencies. So for example, like if I was in marketing, I'm going to be measured based on five sets of criteria. It could be one, creativity, two, ability to network with other people, three, strategic thinking, four, execution, five, whatever it is. And in each criterion, I am ranked level one, two, three, four, five. So my manager gives me a baseline at the start of our meeting and start of my career and then a year after or two years after or three years after that is being measured if I'm climbing up from level one to level two to level three. If I meet a certain level according to the standards set by the organization and usually it's the HR who's responsible for that then I am eligible for promotion. The reason why this is important Jed and the rest of the world is because we want to standardize it. The reason why that standardization is important is because sometimes some managers are too lenient sometimes some managers are too strict. So keeping a standard will enable biases or judgments at bay. How about you, Can you compare again? I'm really curious about how does this happen in architecture firms? Because I think architecture
1: firms are also mirrors of law firms, medical firms, or service-based firms. Based on my experience in my architectural firm, what we had before was a one-on-one conversation at the start of the year and at the end of the year. It's really more of your competency. I would assume it would be like your promptness in submitting deliverables not even it's really more of your leadership skills your management skills your Mm. your timeliness and in making sure that all your submittals are are, are given to the client or to whoever you made me realize that's a very important aspect because
0: most people especially fresh grads would think in order for you to get promoted it's all about performance meaning the amount of sales you've contributed how prompt and fast you are in submitting report etc so you may be able to do that but remember that the other aspect of promotion is also your behavior so So most organizations, you're also measured based on what Jed mentioned, leadership. It could also be, for example, communication skills. Another example of behavior is ability to harness teamwork, which most of the time is not taught in schools. So the reason why some people can not be promoted is despite them being the highest sales achiever in the company,
1: but they lack leadership and teamwork, they don't get promoted. It's true. And sometimes, you know, it could be very unfortunate to some, the loudest talker in a room would be promoted easier because Ooh. again of visibility right because when you sp- speak, not just louder. I'm sure you, at least you have to make sense, right? When you talk, you're it means you're aggressive. You're able to really but put Jen, out I'm your But I'm also going to add, I, sometimes the reason why we
0: reward talkative people is because they're also the likable ones. So they know how to add some humor. They know how to charm you. So this is not mm-hmm. to say that they deserve all the promotions, but this is to say that promotion can be subjective to a point that
1: likability gets into a bigger part of the equation. Also, I would say that whether you like it or not, people who are talkative, people who are loud gets to be the center of attention and therefore more visible than most people.
0: So let's go to question number three. Is there a required number of years before I can get promoted? And my answer to this off the bat is there is none. There is no required number of years. It will depend again in the organization standards. If you're really so good, like you're a genius, if you're able to meet the criteria even on your first year, then by all means, you can be worthy of getting promoted. I will say, however, six months, or three months, I think is impossible to happen. And the reason for that is usually it takes you a number of months or years to master a certain skill. If I were to give experience, some stories here from my experience, if you were in marketing, because that is my point of view as someone who comes from marketing, that's always been my position for all my corporate life. Usually it takes two to three years for you to get promoted from one position to the other. And can I say this? The higher the position you're aspiring for, the longer it will take you. So for example, if you're a Fresh graduate being promoted from assistant brand manager to brand manager, it can be two to three years. But being promoted from brand manager to a group brand manager, now with four or five people reporting to you, it can take you three to five years. From group brand manager to a marketing director, some people can take seven, eight, or even 10 years. So obviously, the higher the position is, the longer it will take to master the skill.
1: This is not a... Dead end in terms of years, right? Every company again would have their own circumstances. So basically that could mean that you would be jumping from one role to another at that Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. In my experience, it's usually two years. For example, in my case, I've been promoted thrice, I think, but in my previous company in Singapore. And
0: in that that company, how many years years were you?
1: How many years were you there in that company? Eight and a half years. And then I was promoted twice. Yeah. Three times. So it's like you were getting promoted every two and a half years. That's not so bad. Yes, yes, that's a very yes, that's a very
0: yes. consistent performance, Jed. Good for you. Okay, let's proceed to the fourth question, second to the last. What is expected when one gets promoted? Do I get a salary raise or do I manage a team, et cetera? I think this was a very easy question to answer, Jed. Jed, what's your take on this?
1: In my case, you could always get anything. It could just be money. It could just be another role. It could be mm. both, which is, you know, it could be the best
0: thing. I love what you said about that because some people might always be fixated to the idea that when you get promoted you're going to be in the same department sometimes a promotion could be because you have exhibited certain skills they have transferred you to a different department yes. with a different work scope but, and, and
1: that in yeah. itself is also a, another form of promotion right? Yeah, because agreeing. it means that your skill set is desired by another team and it has and expanded therefore- it has grown it
0: has evolved yeah, I yeah. will say however that please take note that all salaries normally do have salary increases? I have not experienced in my life, nor have witnessed any situation wherein you are promoted, but there is no salary increase. And the reason for that is, there, because, right? In
1: architectural firms, there are. What? Let me tell really? you that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So why are you of getting promoted? Course. Because they just want to make you feel that you're important. That is so the just promotion, a wait, 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 promotion. Wait, wait, wait. That's why it's called promotion. It's I mean, just not about money. Promotion it's not about money. I
0: agree. I agree. It's not about money. But please take note when you are getting promoted, It's two things Number one Your work expands Or evolves Therefore the company Makes sure That that expansion And addition Of work scope Is properly
1: compensated Which means You you deserve that salary I totally agree I totally agree I totally agree Let me just tell you The caveat here Is that this promotion Happened during the recession Or it could be During a crisis So so instead of giving More money compensation To the person The way for them To actually get Still Make them stay in the company is to promote them, but in another way, which is probably more benefits in non-money form, non-financial form.
0: That's fine. That's fine. And I'm totally okay with that, as long as there was a compensation change. Because otherwise, if you're just telling me that I'm now promoted to a um, senior brand manager and there' nothing happens, that is trying to make me feel special without giving me something Mm. special. So in in that case, that was a recession, that was a pandemic. Fine. That that is totally excusable. But you you ought have a
1: salary raise when you get promoted. Okay, Jed, here's the last question. I'll give the floor to you. Yes. So the question is, what should I do if I didn't get promoted as expected? I remember, Mm -hmm. I forgot Mm -hmm. which episode was this, but I remember I asked this question
0: from you and without batting an eyelash, you just answered my question when I said, Jed, have you ever been in a situation where you did not get promoted? And you said, no, I always get promoted. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember remember that. that?
0: Yeah. I forgot which episode was that. But anyway, so what would you do? What would you recommend as the next steps of the
1: person if ever they didn't get promoted as expected okay I think you need to assess the company that you are in at that point though what I'm trying to say is if no one is giving you that attention that you do deserve then I think you should leave Mm. that's Mm. one and number two again this goes to assessing your company right and assessing yourself as well can I add when you say assessing the company ask
0: yourself if this is something that's happening consistently with other employees correct yes if this has been happening for years and years Because if if it only happens to you, because if it only happens to you, I think there's something you need to question, which is what I was trying to say a while ago.
1: If there's a boss who is very, uh, he's a miser in terms of promotions, then you need to question that. If your boss is not really promoting anybody of you in your same level, then it's time to leave, in my opinion. Or again, I don't want to be labeled as that person. I don't want us to be labeled in
0: this podcast as, oh, you know, the Yabut brothers, they're the kinds of people who the moment you have a problem in your company, they ask you to quit, right? Because I'm starting to hear that sometimes for some people. Guys, we are the last to say that. The reason why we talk about quitting is because it's the number one thing you always want us to talk about. But I'm not here to advocate that quitting is the quick fix. In fact, quitting should be your last resort until yep. you have exhausted all means. So what Jed and I are trying to say here is if you have consistently seen this from someone without any changes, even if you've talked to HR, you've asked other people, you've negotiated the reasons why. Then I think you're in the company that that, that that doesn't see your merit. Yeah, but Jed, I'm gonna flip the coin because this was, this was what I was talking about a while ago. If you're the only person who did not get promoted and some folks do get promoted, you might want to look into the mirror and ask yourself, maybe I'm setting up too high expectations. Maybe I think of myself too highly that I think I deserve the promotion when in fact, in the eyes of other people, I don't. And I want to say this, this often happens to youngsters because I was in that position before. I was that kid when I was 22 years old, I thought after 12 months or nine months, I deserve to get promoted without even knowing that I have not yet mastered the rights skills especially the behavioral part so mm. if you didn't get promoted as expected always go back to the criteria i always want to highlight this go back to the criteria whatever it is you have discussed with your manager go back to that sheet of paper and say which of these have i not met and what yeah. do i need to do maybe moving forward so when you have that conversation with your manager at the end of the year you hold your manager accountable yes i, I, agree. I agree if ever she has mentioned at some point that i think you're ready for a promotion i think you can be eligible soon, then the person, that manager is signaling that you have the potential to be promoted. But if you were not promoted afterwards, then that means you didn't live up to the expectation. Ask about those things. Yeah. And to cannot, that point, because mm, you, you can't rely on your self-evaluation. Sometimes we often rate ourselves too high without
1: being realistic to what is happening on ground. Mm-hmm. You know, and to that point, you know, there is a black and white. So both of you know exactly what is written down there or what has been talked about. And it's easier for you to evaluate. And, you know, the evaluation is just not something plucked from out of air. Mm. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's to your point earlier is that there has to be a system and a mechanism that is fair to everyone, that is transparent to, to you and your boss. And that's being applied to all
0: employees. Because otherwise, yeah. if it's random, if it's arbitrary, it's a red flag. Exactly, it, It's not a company that you can expect progression from. I'm going to say that to you as early as now. This is where I will blatantly say, go and leave. You don't deserve yeah. a company that doesn't have that system for promotion. So there, Jed, I wish I can talk about more, but we don't have much time. anymore and i'm afraid i have to finish with this last question but for all our listeners out there if you are hungry for more questions about promotion then do send us your letters yeah very happy please make it concise so i can read it quickly and i can answer quickly jonathan yabut at jycvasia.com i'll share that as well with jed and we'll find time to answer your questions in the meantime stay safe i hope you get that promotion that you're gunning for this year (laughs) or next year and we'll see you in the next episode bye guys bye Thank you.